Or it's like, oh, I have to adult today. You know, taking what I want and going after it and finding the people who I know can help me and going oh, and talking okay. to them and going to ask them like, hey, this is where I want to be in a year, in two years. Who do you know that can help me? I thought I'd be like a little queasy, but I was totally, I was more in awe of like how they do this. Yeah. Because he pulled the scratch, he's preparing it, and then you just like literally pull it through and screw it in, and that's your new ACL. Honestly, the best part about it is seeing those athletes that are happy once they get back on the field. Hey everyone, welcome to the Big Man's Cabana Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew J. Lapore, and I'm on with Kayla Stakay again. <laughs> so I'm sure you guys were are you guys saw her uh, on kinesiology with Kayla K. Um, audio is a little rough. That's on my end, um, but we have her back on. I know a bunch of you guys love that podcast. Obviously, it had like seventy thousand, whatever it was. But we have her back on. Uh, I'm gonna pick her brain, see what she's thinking. Um, I do have some workouts and stuff like that that I've been working on. That I'm gonna pick her brain on. Um, which she has no idea about yet. Oh God! So um, we'll do that, but we'll you know we'll, we'll see where you, how you are in school. You're you're still serving. You're still like working your ass off, um, and then you start grad school soon, right? I do. Oh, I do. I go back in two weeks. You're a big girl now. <laughs> the 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 what is it? The 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 adult world. The big girl world. You have I to like adult to now. Yeah. I love how that's a joke between like everyone that's our age. I know. Or it's like oh I have to adult today. I have to do whatever. Dude, my dad started talking to me about a retirement account. Like, I started researching Roth IRAs. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what the hell? You didn't start one with Vector? Why would I have started one with We made too much fucking money for us to spend. <laughs> it probably all went well. No, I only made, like, 1K in sales. I really didn't. No. I thought I you were crazy. Put, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, that was that was one thing I was glad I did when I was over there, was, like, do a tax withholding and then uh, a Roth. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's... No, I wasn't even thinking about it. <clears throat> we were sophomores freshmen in college like i wasn't thinking about it then well dude i bothered john i bothered like ben i bothered everyone i was like dude like what what, what is this what does this mean and then when they yeah. played those ramsey videos i was like oh i feel like you got more into the business side of that than like the sales side like, well you... i just i liked it. i love talking to people yeah and it was great and yeah. like plus i mean like well so you know what's funny about that mm -hmm. all totally off tangent but so they were they are like an mlm yeah, but the thing that doesn't make them, but, but why the Better Business Bureau um, doesn't consider them one is because it is free to join now. That's right. They like, used we to have didn't to have to pay for the starter kit. And when yeah. you were done, you would just give it back, or you could purchase it if you wanted to. We give it back. You didn't give yours. <laughs> no, I think I still have mine. Oh, God. I'm pretty sure I still use it as like a dinner knife. Well, no, I have, a, I, I, I've won a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, you've had sets and everything. Yeah, like, I think I have, um, I don't know, maybe a few like bits and pieces. It sounds stupid, but I do think like young kids, if they get a chance, if they get that text, I don't think it'd be a bad idea to do it. I mean, it, it, you don't, you don't have to like give up your friends and whatever it is. Listen, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, right? Because Gavin, Ben, me, um, who else was Shirley? There's a big part of us that are like, I would do that again if, if it happened. No. Really? Dude. Oh, yeah. Tax evasion? We talked about this last time. Yeah, we did. Oh, God. Maybe that if we had, like, better managers that weren't trying to skirt the IRS. That's bad, dude. <laughs> that was, no, that was really, because I, I remember, I know we talked, I talked about this last time, and we talked about this, like, a thousand times before, but, like, I need you to understand how confused I was, and you're like, I need my tax form. I'm like, did yeah. you not get a tax form? 
Like that should just be an automatic thing. I know. I and remember then, texting the guy that like set us up with this. And I was like, you said your brother did this. Like, what do you do for taxes? He's like, no, my brother did this. I was like, then what do you do? And he's like, I don't know. You're not helpful. Well, it is hard because because you are considered a contractor, an yeah. independent contractor. So everything on the tax end, that's on you. Because mm-hmm. when I did my taxes and I got my paperwork, I had to, I had a, I had a, a, a tax withholding and you had to like physically go through, yeah. do write-offs, do every single piece of the 1099. I will say like <clears throat> if kids that you say do get the opportunity, if you're interested in business... I would do it because mm-hmm. you do learn that side of it. Yeah. And I will say it also kind of instilled that independence because <coughs> and that professionalism. Excuse me. Because like I remember for the interview, like people showed up for this group interview and if you weren't dressed in business professional attire, like he said no to you immediately. Like you didn't yeah. even get to talk to him. So it did prepare us for entering the business world, the big girl world, like yeah. I say. Yeah. For, you know, being ready to show up to an interview prepared yeah. and you know, ready for it. Yeah. So in that sense, yes, it would be a good starter job, especially if you did want a business job. Yeah. And you want to work your way up and, you know, climb the mountain. But other than that, if you're just looking to make some money <laughs> for college yeah. over the summer. Not the best uh, thing. Yeah. Everyone else is hiring. It is, it, it is so funny how all of us are, because con- that's how Gavin and I became like really good friends. I remember. Yeah. Him and, he used to... Um, shameless plug, check out Cedric and Silence. It's a really good podcast. Everything has been blowing up, so I hope you guys enjoy a lot of the things that are coming out for that. Um, but him and I, like, thought each other, each of us hated each other. <laughs> really? So, the story was, is, uh, I don't want to get too much, because this is about you, but the story goes, is, like, um, there was one girl, I, we hated him, but I really didn't know why. Yeah. And he hated me because he thought I hated him and I was going to beat him up. I'm like, I'm not going to do that, dude. Like, <laughs> and he's Norristown, so he's like, I, I don't give a fuck. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll mess you up, dude. Yeah. And we're just in this battle, but we don't even know like what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> one day I get to Cutco and I'm like, yo, Gav. And we're just talking. We're like, you aired everything out. And he goes, he goes, you never hated me? I'm like, no, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> and then I go, you never hated me? And he goes, no, I had no problems for you. Yeah. I thought you were trying to fight me. I'm like, dude, no. He's like at the biggest guy in the room. <laughs> I'm like, It's no. like the prison yard. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> and next thing you know, we got food. <laughs> and like, he's literally like, will be in my wedding. Like, he's one of my best friends yeah. in my entire life. I love that guy. Um, But yeah. That's the other thing. We drove 45 minutes to Bluebell. I know. Like twice a week. I loved it though. I loved it every second. I can't lie, I did too. I had a playlist. Yeah. I had a playlist just for that drive. There's some playlists you probably should delete. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but um, regardless, yeah, no, it was it was good, dude. Like, and like someone like you, who's very smart, very like very stoic, it it, it did you. seem like a good fit for you for a lot of the for a lot of the time that it was there because it's like it's business. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You were you were uh, uh, what is the uh, uh, girl boss? You were girl bossing it up. <laughs> yeah, we're coming in with your suits, but it was it was a nice thing. Like it taught you how to dress. Mm-hmm. You knew that you had to match like your, uh, your your shoes, your belt, things like that. Yeah. And, yeah, you 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 really learned how to like be prepared, show up prepared for something, take the reins. Because when you would do like the sales pitches at people's, houses. you know, poor people, house, yeah, you would take the reins on the entire thing. There was no like someone standing over your shoulder, like mm-hmm. coaching through it. Like yeah. Yeah. it was all you. So you really took control of your own success. So. so, how do you think this transfers into kinesiology now with with uh, with going into your uh, grad school? I definitely took that independence and 
how do I want to call this? Like, you know, taking what I want and going after it and finding the people who I know can help me and going and talking to them and going to ask them like, Hey, this is where I want to be in a year and two years. Who do you know that can help me? How do you think you can help me? What resources? Exactly. Like networking because we would go to those conventions. Remember the conventions for Cutco? And we were going to talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. I think you went to at least one. Two. Two. Okay. Um, yeah. And one was, one was in Connecticut. One was in Hartford. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I was so fucking hammered. I remember, I remember that one night. Not to get off on a tangent again, but I remember oh I'm like, God. "Gavin, can we get too drunk? I'm here to talk to one person, and I'm not gonna say who it was in the podcast." Um, but I was like, "I, I love my life. I'm gonna meet her." Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my God. You know who I'm talking about? Don't yes. You? Yeah. I yeah, do. Yeah. I remember seeing videos from your hotel room. You guys went fucking nuts. What I was talking about. <laughs> Anyways, but <clears throat> so so knowing you, you probably have a plan, right? So, you have grad school. Are mm-hmm. you looking at different places to start working and going into the real world? So, athletic trainers are starting to expand into different settings. Sure. And it's really, honestly, very cool. We have athletic trainers in performing arts settings, in industrial settings. They're working, like, literally in factories with... Um, I have my one friend, actually, at school now, he used to work with, I think, Lay's, like the potato chip company. And he would get free lays, obviously. <laughs> but he was working with the um, the factory workers, and they would take breaks throughout the day and go do like stretching exercises with him, or go do like light resistance exercises wow. with him to try and make sure okay. that they're not overworking one part of their body in their position. You know, if like they're standing and they're twer- turning and twisting or something, or just predominantly using one hand or you know a bunch of muscles that yeah. are taking all the brunt of their work for the day, they go and work the other muscles. So they're not in balance. They, you know, oh. um, decrease the chance of chronic injuries and then it decreases like the workman's comp. So it's really beneficial for industri- uh, industries and companies to employ athletic trainers <clears throat> and performing arts settings. Like there are athletic trainers working with, um, ballets and orchestras yeah. and yeah. And like circus LA, there's an athletic trainer with them. And that looks so cool. Like I know, right? Really? That would be so cool to travel with him. Oh my gosh. Holy shit. I, see, yeah. I, I never would have thought that. Yeah. Because a big part of our profession is preventative medicine. Yeah. And rehabbing like those chronic aches and pains if they don't need to be seen by a doctor and like, oh, it's just rest. Like, no, like the body's designed to move. Yeah. So if we can keep you moving and either, you know, decrease the intensity, decrease the frequency of what you're doing for a little bit and let the injury heal a little bit and then adjust your performance or, you know, the number of performances you're doing a week or something like that, you know, it's it's a great way to, like, keep the body healing but also moving. Dude, that's you know? really smart. I mean, even, like, a business side of the, like, like looking at it, right, yeah. <clears throat> have someone like you work for, like, Lays, mm-hmm. right? constantly just you know the, the conveyor belt's going yeah and they're turning and turning and turning right mm-hmm. their, their body's gonna like eat that yeah and instead of going to work do you have workman's comp so much money co-pays you're paying for the doctor's visit they have to go get an mm-hmm. mri an x-ray whatever it is so much money yeah but they pay you a, a really fair salary and to then be you're on there site. to be on site yeah. that's so much money saved exactly holy it's, shit. it's extremely beneficial and you know, that's why I love that my profession is, 
you know, constantly expanding. You know, we have athletic trainers. They go on concert tours. I just saw an athletic trainer was with um, Five Seconds of Summer. Yeah. Oh, they should. That would be sick. You guys, you you guys should get into like the uh, the the metal core. The metal you ever core. See, you, ever, you ever see those guys? I'm actually ironically wearing a metal core shirt. Um, the guys that go like jumping around the stage like maniacs. Yeah, like the mosh pits where people like fight each other. Oh, you're not wrong. Yeah, but like, but like, even like the singers who make yeah. an exorbitant amount of money, they're mm-hmm. literally going like this, flying their hair up yeah. and down playing guitar. I bet. Oh, dude. Yeah. I never thought about the app, like applying yeah. it to things like that. I saw like a guy's TikTok. He did like a day in the life of being an athletic trainer on tour with them, and they get up in the morning. He does <clears> like stretches with them, and they do, um, you know, same thing with the guitar players or anyone on the band. Like if they're in a stoic position for a long period of the night, he does like. Um, different stretches with them, different exercises, just to get the body moving and keep it in a constant state of recovery. Wow! That's and then smart. you know he shows that they get ready for stage. Um, what what's it called? <laughs> Pre-show. Mm-hmm. Um, sound check. That's what's called. And he watches, make sure like no one trips on anything, and then he's there just in case. Because you know you've seen the videos of like artists. They have some sort of medical emergency. I think Jason Aldean just had like heat stroke or something um, and ran off because it was like so hot in Hartford at his show. And, you know, they're there just in case. But he shows that he they get off the stage after the end of the show and he makes sure that they're all good. They do, IV you know, a little cool down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do, how do you feel about IV drips? IV drips? I think they're good to restore the electrolytes if you did sweat that much and, you know, I mean, that's very individual, how much you sweat and how much um, you're expelling in that sweat. It's very individual. So everyone who says like, oh, like drink a thing of Gatorade, like one bottle of Gatorade for you doing a workout in like a day like today where it's like 85 and the humidity is 80 percent, you would need like probably two to three. Whereas someone like Kevin would need one bottle probably. So so what about last night at like work? Just me just... Dying. Oh my god, you'd probably need like two bottles of Gatorade. Yeah. So yeah. I do like the fact that they have um, individuals that are certified to do that. And I think, I don't know their certifications necessarily, but I know that I, like I, I know. you I'm, need to have I'm, a certification to, <laughs> to put an IV in someone. Yeah. So obviously, <clears> like they are med- medically trained to an extent. So they know what they're doing. And no, I, yeah. I would assume they take into account. Um, you know your your body weight in yeah. kilograms and how much water you had had in the previous 24 hours and whatever it, whatever else goes into consideration. Um, it's, but it's very specific, so I think it's okay. But I don't necessarily think it's like the trend that should be trending when the people are like, "Oh yeah, I got you know fucking wasted last night and I'm hungover and I need an IV drip." Like I no. will I will say, and and it is it is my idol. I like I literally have a flag of this man. But yeah. like Joe Rogan, his big <laughs> things were IV drips because I did one and I actually didn't, I didn't really know much about it. Yeah. Um, but people were doing it. They had someone there and um, we did that after, uh, after a competition. And I was like, see, after a competition this is, is very smart. Yes. But I don't just think it's like, because I, I was watching Selling Sunset and they did it after like a night of drinking and they were What's just sitting there. Sunset? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, it's fine. It's a Netflix show about like these realtors that are in like they started in LA I think okay. and then they expanded like California and they're it's like the reality the drama TV show whatever oh my God. there's like five different locations now did you ever, did you ever see um, um, I recently just learned of the show 
and I and I have to admit I went through that like uh, that boy phase with it. Um, it's uh, Married at First Sight or something like that, or Ninety Days oh, Married or something like yeah. that. And I went through the whole thing of like reality TV with being a guy. It's like, dude, what is this? This is stupid. Yeah. Wait, what's happening? <laughs> Wait, what's happening What'd you next? Say? When's the next? What's the next? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But I don't yeah. know. It's like annoying fluff you put on in the background when you want something on. Oh, I love reality TV. Yeah. I hate that I love it. It's so stupid. <laughs> then I think you'd like it. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I don't know. I've just always been a question because I feel like a lot of people that I like lift with, mm-hmm. you know, or compete with, you know, we, we, we do it at a level where it's like, okay, take prime example. Sundays, I'm there from nine to one. I have a bench lifting set- the whole time. The whole time. Okay. I might have time in between like my bench session and my strongman session. Yeah. But like sometimes at the end, like we're dripping. Like I'm, I'm, like, yeah. I'm, like are you I, constantly replenishing during that? Like, what are you drinking yeah. and eating during that? Anything? Don't, right, don't get mad at me. Okay. I don't usually eat between that time. I don't usually eat when I get up, and I don't, and I eat when I leave. That's the only problem. So you you get up at 8, like and you 8, lift 8 until you're getting there at 9. You lift until 1, and you don't eat until 2? Yeah. Matthew. I know. That's not dude, bad. you should, you should use my coach. And I told him like how much weight I've lost in the past. Like, yeah, he's like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, like, like yeah. you're not a wrestler anymore. We're not trying to make weight classes. It's, listen, it's fine. It's fine. I would listen. We're, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not fine. We're not gonna get it. We're not. Um. Anyways, but what I'm saying is, is like, so, so you're saying, if I get hammered, don't do IV drips. But if I have I mean, like a rough day like that, I should do take some IVs. I'm not gonna say like don't do it. I just don't think that that's what it should be trending for. Sure. Of course, it's going to trend like that in the cities and where that's like probably Nashville, probably a booming industry for IV trips. <laughs> but because I think like if you're going to if you're going to make that decision to go out and destroy your liver, like also make the decision to take care of yourself after. It's and also true. don't just pay someone to stick a needle in your arm and let someone else do it for you. Like take control of your own health. Take control of your destiny. Go you guys. But yeah, dude, I don't know. That that's something that I've yeah. been curious about. So because I I have wondered if they do that in the NFL and in like NHL probably. and you know and yeah. soccer would probably be a huge one, oh, yeah. especially after like the World Cup was just in Qatar in literally the desert. Oh, I didn't. I I, I last didn't year. This. Yeah, I wonder if it's probably really cold. They there offered right now. that. Hmm. So how do you feel about the whole? Um, there was something that just came out from the UN. And, um, it was, we were, no, we were, we were past the stage of global warming. We are now in the stage of global uh, boiling. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. How do you feel about that? I don't know. I try not to like trust headlines I see at face value because I know like a lot of them are clickbait or like. Well, it was a video of the guy saying this. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I just saw the headlines, but. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. I saw a lot of headlines too. But it wasn't until I saw the video I saw it on TikTok, and then I was like, "All right, yeah, I need more context." Like, let me watch it. So it was like it was a fifty-minute clip, and I'm like, oh, "Okay, so there wasn't just clickbait." Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm not an environmental scientist no, or anything, but so I'm also an idiot. So just so you know, <laughs> I like to preface that because I am stupid a lot of the time, and it's like, well, if I just admit that I'm an idiot now and I say something stupid later, they go, "Oh, well, he said he was an idiot, so it's fine." So you say that, but then at least you're like going out and trying to read about things and like. Well, I'll also like I'll actively too, like in the video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If I say something wrong, it's happened before. Yeah. I will actively, as I'm talking about it, correct myself and then point at myself and go moron. 
that's funny, but also like that's intelligent in and of itself. Yeah, at I, least you're acknowledging your mistake and yeah. fixing it with educational <clears throat> knowledge. Yeah, I mean, like there's a while ago when I did the McCamey yeah. Manor, I was like, oh, there were two. I heard there's two people that died. No, I was hearsay. I literally went in to double check myself, and mm-hmm. I literally on the screen I went, "This should not happen. These are the facts." Yeah. So, but anyways, good, good. Yeah, I mean, I have traveled, and I have been to at least thirty of the fifty states. Maybe more. Um, I have seen the world and I'm starting to explore Europe and everything and I absolutely love it. And I'm starting to realize and appreciate that it is here, but it could be gone. Mm-hmm. So if we don't like fix our act, it will be gone. Yeah. And I know we have like all of those post-apocalyptic shows and everything. Like that's another one on Netflix, The One Hundred. Mm-hmm. You need to watch that if you I've haven't. I've heard about it. Yeah. I I've love that show. That. Yes. Um. But anyways, I genuinely believe that that could happen if we don't start becoming more cognizant of what we're doing and the resources that we're either using or wasting. Yeah. And how we're just. Like, it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Like, that huge trash pile in the Atlantic Ocean, or no, yeah. Pacific Ocean. Pacific no, I'm pretty Ocean? sure, um, uh, no, not the Atlantic, but it's probably the Pacific, because I know, like, they, yeah. a lot of the, oh, yeah, because it's a lot of, like, TikTokers and stuff like that, yeah. too, do the cleanups, so it's probably in LA. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's, like, if you think about it, at, at the base value, we get our oxygen from trees. <clears throat> if we keep letting them burn, if we keep cutting them down and make space for more, like, developments and cities and whatnot how are we going to survive well how about the whole thing with canada and jersey exactly it literally well, li- we're, we're, we're we don't need jersey that can just hey 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 it's the armpit of the nation hey i was hey. born in trenton you leave me alone is that why you are the way you are oh wow <laughs> wow i hurt my feelings anyways <laughs> i'm gonna glance past that um <clears throat> armpit of the world <laughs> i'm not the first one that said that actually lexi said that i have to make a phone call when this <laughs> podcast is over. um but no my, my my point being is is like look at all those horses that burnt down mm-hmm. and literally the smoke was traveling from canada from jersey and it was affecting our that was crazy that it, number one that it can travel that far and number two like do you remember going outside with that dude so christina and i were here and I'm walking around to her car, or maybe we're heading back to her house, whatever it was, doesn't yeah. matter. And I was like, oh, I guess someone's having a fire. I and know, I, and it I saw like some, a campfire. Yeah, and I saw some people like that had those cars in the, uh, yeah. uh, across the street, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm having a fire, cool, good for them. But it was quiet. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's weird. And we get in the car, we drive, and like by the time we got to Norristown, I was like, it's still here. Yeah. And then her friend was like, yeah, dude, so there's like forest fires and stuff like that going yeah. on. And I'm like... Yeah. From Canada? Yeah. And Canada's so sweet. Like, mm. the heck? We can't burn that down. Did you hear, uh, did, uh, you know the Prime Minister is like, he's he's a really cool guy? Really? Yeah, it's Trudeau. I don't know. But, um, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I tell that joke and people like don't under, don't know who the Prime Minister of Canada is and they don't get the joke and I'm like, I'm just saying it's Trudeau. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like. This is the product of Trenton, New Jersey, everyone. Oh, my God. No, that was a, that was a good joke. It, listen, I'm going to put in fake laughing. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's real laughs. 
<sighs> Anyways. You heard that like those overlays are actually like people. Dead people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're hearing dead people laugh. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. It is kind of cool. It is kind of cool though because like, you know, I mean, shows like Friends, shows like, I, I mean, even the ones that we're using recently, you know. Huh? Yeah. Those are those, those laugh tracks. They're probably using the same ones from the entire it's easy. beginning. I mean, they could also just pull people from the audience because there's still live action show or live live shows. Like people like will have like audiences and they'll be there when they film yeah. episodes. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's still a thing. I, I, I think. Go. Don't quote me on this, but I think Good Luck Charlie was one. Hmm. I think that was okay. a, that was a live one, but there was another one. I forget. I forget. Fuck. Doesn't I don't matter. Know. But the, the, they'll use like their live tracks too. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, there's so much stuff out there. Yeah. So, where, when, when does uh, your master's program start? So, I go back to school in two weeks. Okay. Um, I think we have preseason for two weeks that I have to work. And then, I believe, classes start the 28th, maybe? Okay. Yeah. I've always started before Labor Day. <sighs> I hated that. You come back for a little bit of the silly week, and then it's like, yeah. you have like the day or a couple days. You have a long you, weekend. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, um. Okay, so after this, what are you, you your, your master's program is going to be, what, two to four? No, it's two years, two years. so I graduate okay. in May. So where are you looking at working after that? So we were talking about earlier the, uh, the other athletic training settings. They are also starting to work in orthopedic surgeons' offices, so literally in ORs with orthopedic surgeons. I think that's really cool. I got the chance to observe one of my athletes' ACL repair in the OR with a surgeon that was, you know, it was a teaching hospital. So he had a resident and um, I think a PA with him. I could be wrong, but they were all so amazing at teaching. Like they didn't know me at all, but they made sure that I could see everything that they were doing when they pulled the graft. And then he walked over to a different table and was like, you know, preparing the graft to put it back in. I, you know, when, my athlete was home and he was asking me like, Oh, what's the scar from? Like I could tell him exactly what each scar was. They were showing me everything on the scope cameras and like identifying anatomical landmarks. And, like, Oh, this is the ACL or where the ACL was. This is how it's shredded. This is the PCL. It's like, this is so freaking cool. So oh, wow. yeah, like I, you, so I looked cool into blood and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I know. I thought, I thought I'd be like a little queasy, but I was totally, I was more in awe of like how they do this. Yeah. Because he pulled the scrap, he's preparing it, and then you just like literally pull it through and screw it in, and that's your new ACL. And I was like, How do you how do you how do you prepare a graph? So he pulled a quad tendon graph. So you take a little section of the quad tendon. Okay. It's about the size of your pinky. So it's it's pretty big. If you've yeah. if you ever seen pictures of like or diagrams of what the ACL actually does look like, it's probably about half that size. Really? So they double the size of an ACL when they read at least from the quad graft. I haven't seen any other graphs done. So I can't speak to those, but the quad graph that he pulled, because I asked him about it later, and I was like, that was honestly larger than I think I've seen in diagrams in my textbooks. Are they, you know, blown up to scale, or was that something that you chose to do? He goes, oh, no, I chose to do that because there's no way he's re-tearing this. Yeah. He's like, I I am 100, I can't say 100%, but he did say, like, I'm very, very confident that he will have a hard time re-tearing this because of how much strength I just put into his new ACL. Like, that's awesome that we can, like, make it better than the first time around. So, athletic trainers are starting to work with orthopedic surgeons because of what I just did. 
yeah. so that you can see exactly what happens in their surgery. You can, you know, get an idea of what's happening underneath the skin. I know we talked about last time that you can't always see, you know, the muscle fibers healing, the bone healing, but at least you can see like what it did look like when they yeah. went in and fixed it. Awesome. So you can know exactly like, okay, where were their weaknesses? Where were their, you know, where, where could scar tissue possibly become, you know, and, and instead of taking guesses and taking images, like you can also see on the screen, like literally what I just said with that's the scopes insane. and everything. It was, it was so cool. So then I could go back and I could tell him like, yeah, this is how your surgery went. And then you can literally work with the surgeon, surgeon in one ear and athlete in the other. And then you're literally the only link between them. You know, it's not like normally when we send an athlete to um, a surgeon to have something done, we're emailing with them. Yeah. And then, you know, the athlete is the point of contact between us and the surgeon. And we have to ask them like, okay, what did your surgeon say we could do okay. at week two, week three? And they give us like paperwork and we have to go off that. If we have questions, we have to call. But when we have athletic trainers working with orthopedic surgeons, you can literally walk down the hall to their office and ask and say, hey, he's now having pain here. Like, how do you want to adjust the protocol? And then go and do it. Okay. So it's like decreasing the amount of communication or like lines of communication taken to help this athlete recover and get back on the field. That's awesome. So it's like, you know, making the train have less stops. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Plus, I mean, it's, it's got to be rough for you guys where it's like, okay, the we, we, athlete's having pain in his knee. He shouldn't be having this year. You have to mm -hmm. go talk to the surgeon. The surgeon might not answer. Yeah. Or... He has to work on a different protocol. Yeah. And instead, you literally can just buck stops here, and you guys can just be able to do it. Exactly. And I'm sure it's probably really annoying for them, too, where it's like you have to constantly take calls from athletic trainers. Yeah. You guys are probably annoyed because it's like, now I have to call the surgeons, and it's just like a whole, yeah. like, because you guys are busy. You guys are them. always busy. Yeah, and they are, too. Like, they have OR time, and then they have their clinic <clears throat> time. So it, yeah. it really does um, decrease the amount of like miscommunication that could possibly happen increases their recovery time and the strength of their recovery. Yeah. So I, I really, I've heard that a lot of surgeons or orthopedic surgeons at least because we, we only work with them yeah. um, are starting to work more with athletic trainers and we're almost becoming like their PAs. Okay. We don't have the PA certification and they still have their own PAs, yeah. but we're becoming like another subdivision of that in that sense. Is well, how I've been explained a bit when I look into these programs. Because you're getting taught how to scrub in. So you, you could assist that you get taught how to suture. So wow. you could do like the closing sutures for them if they let you. So I think that's a part of some of the programs I'm looking into, which would be so cool. I know, right? <laughs> um, you get taught um, a lot more about like OR procedures and the different like most common surgeries more difficult surgeries uh you get to observe a lot of them obviously yeah, and still yeah. work with these teams so you're spending time in the clinic and then also on the sideline so it's like marrying the two and oh, i think dude. it's gonna be very very cool oh, dude, if i ever fuck up my knee bro i don't know if i trust you this route to suture me you're gonna start suturing different parts of my body but he needs to shut up no close my lips. i'm just joking no. but no dude that's that's awesome dude anthony Dominic trusted me to tape his ankle like at this you point taped anthony's ankle yeah I know. It was, it was kind of funny. How, how did that go? I, I thought it went really well. He's being a baby about it. Like, he's limping around. But uh, I know. I know. I but know. he said it felt a lot better after I taped it, so I felt good about my tape job. You should. Thank you. you. Should. No, dude, that's awesome. And not many people get to do this. This is, like, this is this is a very surreal experience. People get to be in OR rooms, check this right? out, see the scope, get the suture, do, yeah. do, all, your, do all your fun stuff. But it, it, it has to be a, um, a very rewarding 
you know, feeling. Oh, absolutely. All your work, everything you've done absolutely. is like leading you to this point and you were seeing a lot of the fruits of your labor. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's yeah. gotta be sick. Honestly, the best part about it is seeing those athletes that are happy once they get back on the field. Like yeah. I remember getting athletes back onto the baseball field, they're pitching again, they're so happy, I can see the smiles on their faces. I'm like, this is great. Like I'm helping you, <coughs> you know, do yeah. what you love. So that's Go all I want. Yeah. yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. And dude, not, many, not many people have that kind of like mindset. It's yeah. like they're just like, <clears throat> I'm going to do my work, help them out. And it'd be, maybe it'll be fun on the way, but it's like you genuinely like doing this. You like helping yeah. people. And it's cool because you get to do it on like a like, like an actual physical level. You get to like truly see. Because <clears throat> I know like with, with like mental health and things like that, it's hard to always kind of gauge. Are people like, like, like you can see differences, but like you get to physically see a person at their mm-hmm. lowest point. Yeah. Tear an ACL, break an arm, break a leg, God forbid. Yeah. And then you physically get to help them be better. Absolutely. That's got to be so cool. It's so rewarding. I yeah. love it. I'm only a year in and I love it. I do. I can't wait. And these programs I'm looking into, like there's one in Colorado and I'm looking at pictures and it's like, it's beautiful. Yeah, I go to Red Rocks. And they do Really? Yes, you go to Red Rocks. Okay. If you, if you go. I'll put it on my or, list. Or at least visit it. You have yeah. to go. Whether whether they go hiking or to just see the amphitheater, it's insane. Yeah. It's absolutely, absolutely. insane. Yeah. Like I just saw like a concert there, like pictures from a concert. I was like, that looks. Sick. Well, we were there. We I saw Wiz Khalifa, Joey Badass, really, uh, uh, Action Bronson. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah we, cool. we drove there. Yeah, I remember seeing you know stories and stuff of you guys. Cody said you guys slept in parking lots. Are you nuts? <laughs> Girls could never. Yes, I, I understand, but it was it wasn't it was a it was a Walmart parking lot. It's also you and Cody. Like if anyone ever walked up to the window and was like, "Who's in there?" and saw you two, they'd walk away immediately. Yeah, maybe I'll set a gun. I wouldn't mess with you. Gavin be like, if if you and yeah, exactly, like three anyone... huge guys. No, <laughs> Gavin cracked me up, <laughs> but he said something that was wild. But um, no, it was fine, but. If you ever make it yeah. out there, have to go to Red Rocks. I promise. I'll send it's you pictures. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh my god. I see like they have like alumni videos and everything talking about this program, and they all go on hikes and everything. They yeah. they go because I think they get to work on a mountain, on like a ski mountain, so they get to go skiing too. I was like, this is so cool. Uh, yeah, we 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 drove up. Uh, we were we were in the ski area in Colorado. Yeah. It was a bit terrifying to get up to this one to where we where we wanted to go because it went from like fifty degrees as we're hitting the mountain it's snowing and it's like yeah. nine. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. happening? Could you tell a difference with like the altitude? The not really. No? No. Okay. Maybe a little bit, but like the air could be a little thinner. I mean, like you would notice, like if you walk up the stairs, you're yeah. like, you're, you're like, because was when the place we sit, like there was, there, there were these amount of stairs. Like you, you had, a, you walk up someone, you're just like, huh? Like, yeah. And then it was really just how uh, that was it. Yeah. But yeah, you have to go to Red Rocks, and if you don't, then you're just missing out. I promise. Where else have you been in the U.S. Though you said thirty states. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Um. So when I was younger, we used to do like two week out west trips and go visit a bunch of national parks so i've been to nevada colorado utah um arizona montana wyoming nor we did go north to south dakota but i believe the national park is only in south dakota that i think we went to what's the four points that is utah 
Yeah, you. I don't, I don't remember what they Nevada, are. Arizona, and I think Colorado. Maybe. Can't remember off the top of my head. I don't know. I aced my 50 states test. I should know this. <laughs> <laughs> my dad always jokes to me. He's like, what did Spring 4 teach you? You, you know nothing. It's like, yeah. No, I know stuff. Nick We're watching West Wing now, too. And I'm pointing out stuff in like the government aspect. Like they just mentioned they're like, censuring the, the president on the show. Yeah. And I was like, I know what that means. You should uh, You should watch House of Cards. Should I? Oh, yeah. Okay. You should watch Designated Survivor. What's that? It's um this fictional show about the Congress gets blown up and like the House of Urban Development Secretary, like the lowest person on the totem pole, is the Designated Survivor and he becomes president and like he has to oh, Yeah. Oh man, that's he has right. to run the country. Yeah, the succession. It's oh, on uh it's on Netflix. Okay. Cool, because I just finished ironically I just said it. Succession, so I need a new show. Okay. Which you should also watch. Now that we're just throwing out uh, shows yeah. recommendations because it has 27 <laughs> Emmy nominees. Dang. It ruined my life. The oh. ending ruined my life. Gavin, I started it. Um, for another podcast, Suttering and Silence, famous plug. Um, and he goes, when you finish it, call me. Like an hour later, I finish it. He goes, I'm like, dude, it ruined my life. Emotional damage. Ru- no, ru- Kayla, ruined, ruined my life. Ru- I'm, I'm angry. Oh. Well, now i got to figure out why. Is it on Netflix? HBO. HBO? Perfect. All right. Okay. But, so, some of the workers that I had I had questions for. Mm-hmm. Not that I, I mean, I know how they work. But, um, so, have you ever heard of a reverse hack squat? No. Oh, fuck. I'm trying to think of. Basically, you have, you, you know what a hack squat is, right? Remind me. Uh, You're on like a, it's kind of, it's a, it's a squat. You're yeah. on like an inclined plane. You, you're kind of like locked in, and then you squat down, and you come up, it's like a big machine. Okay. People, like me, like I reverse hack squat almost every time I do it. I will put the band through. So it, Oh, I have seen these. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, people doing that opposed to actual squatting, what do you think? I do know it has benefits for the knees. Yeah. I will say that. And I do know that it is extremely beneficial for someone who's trying to use the front part of their body. Yeah. A lot more. And for you and Strongman, I would definitely say, from what I know about Strongman, that that would be beneficial for you. Oh, yeah, as much carries. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I do think that it has some benefits over normal squats. Mm-hmm. But if I were to say to my athletes, the like, I think you should include include this, they might ask, like, why? Yeah. If they weren't a football player or... I mean, I could see maybe a attackmen on lacrosse teams using it, but going through the rest of my athletes and their positions, I couldn't see it being the most beneficial over normal squats. Okay. So now my second one: mm-hmm. goblet squats. What about them? What do you think? I think they're great. Okay. Yeah. So they're great for control. They're great for maintaining the balance through the ankles, the knees, the hips. So you're building that um, kinesthetic awareness, mm. making sure that. Ooh, oh. <laughs> big word, big word, kinesthetic awareness. Ooh, I'm gonna use that to tell, tell people that I came up with it. Yeah, good. 
So yeah. then um, my last one, what what would you do to build your core? Not so much like get abs, but like to build your core, right? Mm-hmm. This is one of the things I try to tell people, like you have to do a lot of these these workouts to really kind of like strengthen your core. Like, well, yeah. you know, I'm not, not going to get necessarily get abs. I'm like, yeah, like the point is to strengthen Oh my God, I have so many for you. Oh, yeah. That's great. Let's off three. I'm blanking on the name. Like I know how to show them, but yeah. we all, all athletic trainers have different names for like stuff mm-hmm. that we want our athletes to do. So it's kind of funny when we write rehab sheets and someone else wrote it and you're instructing the athlete through it. You have to go like call them and ask them like, what is this? And then you're like, oh, it's, it's I call it this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But whatever. Um, if you have like a bungee cord, tie it to the wall and then you're going to stand parallel to the wall. Okay. And with it out in front of you. So you're holding it and you feel the tension trying to pull you this oh, way, turn. but you hold it yeah. and you can stand on one foot. You can have someone trying to knock you over, like not literally tackling you. Don't let Cody tackle you, but like just kind of, they're called perturbations. You kind of okay. just like push a little bit at them, try and knock yeah. them off their balance. Okay. But you really need to engage your core in order to stay upright and then resist the tension. So you stand one way and hold it and keep it from pulling you that the back towards the wall and then obviously you turn around and do it the other way so you're even on both sides um <clears throat> what else what else i mean just like daily exercises in order to warm up your core you should it's really good to like lay on your back and try and imagine that you're pushing your back down into the table not like sucking your stomach in but pushing your back down and then just holding it interesting yeah i never heard that one Oh, God, I'm learning. So it's kind of good. Like, you can kind of put, like, a, either someone's hand or maybe, like, a rolled-up towel underneath the mm-hmm. lower part of your back and try and imagine, like, you're crushing that. So you're oh. really engaging your core. Um, What else? What else? What else? Let's see. Ooh, you know what I love? What? Um, I call them hand rollies. Sounds like a really stupid Are name. those those things that you but hold like this and you roll? Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I do those, yeah. That one. And then there's also where you put your feet up on a stool or something that can roll across floor. And you literally just like drag yourself on your hands. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. They're my know. favorite. All my athletes hate them. But it's great for your core. Yeah, people always ask me. They're like, yo, like, so what do you do for core work? And I just, I just, I, just do, I, don't, I don't really do anything crazy. I just do yeah. simple stuff. And the biggest thing for me, honestly, is like the, the reverse hyper. It's not so much core, too, but I mean, mm-hmm. that's one of the best machines I've ever. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The reverse hyper? I actually don't. It's, but um, Louis Simmons made it. It's, it's the, oh, I love this thing. Yeah. So I have homework for you. Okay. Um, one of the best machines that has ever existed into the lifting world. Anyone who's a big powerlifter knows this, strong or whatever it is. You, there's a, there's a big, have you been to the gym? And then, yeah, yeah. So you know that big table thing that we have with like the, with those little like post things for your hands. Mm-hmm. So you lay on it, right? Yeah. Connect your feet into the little rope, and then you put weight on the bottom, and you literally kick your legs up. Yeah. So it's working your hamstrings, your lower back, and your core. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Louis Simmons did it. He created it. <laughs> he broke his L four and L five. I think it was like eight put months too later. Put too much weight on. What? Put too much weight on. Yeah, his body just. So came to the weight. Oh my god! Two months later, I think he broke a record for, or no, eight months later he broke a record for squatting. He literally repaired his back. He healed a back fracture in eight months. Something like that, yeah. Maybe it was. It was back to the same. Maybe 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 I have the the timeline messed up, but yeah, it was so good that Rogue and Elite FTS made their own and bought the product. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've been there once. Remember, you're supposed to come spot me on the squat and you guys showed a plate? Like an hour late? Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, my bad, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Can't even show up on time for a lift. Dude, yo, it's been bad lately. <laughs> I like, I'm like, yo, dude, because usually we get there like 9, or like 8.30, mm-hmm. 9, 9.30. Eight fifteen of the day or ten fifteen of the day. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <sighs> Christine's yeah. like calling me. She's like, "Dude, get up!" I'm like, "I don't want to." <laughs> yeah. Ooh, another one I just thought of. So you can either do this like a normal push up push up position or the girl push ups like they call them with your knees down. Um, Sexist. Sorry, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just, I was making a joke, but I forgot the word like on. Some my athletes call them when I tell my baseball players to do this. Like those. That's are girl what I call them too. But I was just yeah, making I a know. joke. I mean, whatever. Anyway, so you, you can pull like a kettlebell, and just any any weight. You Daphne know what I'm talking showed about? me that. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking. I don't know if you know if you know who Daphne is. I don't. She used to work at Max Out. Okay. But okay, sorry, go ahead. But yeah, you'd pull it from underneath you, and just move it from side to side. Yeah. And I feel like They're you hard. could. That's hard. Yeah. To stay straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, I was watching uh, I was watching someone do it. I'm like, yo, definitely. What is that? Like, was it that core work? She goes, yeah. So she goes, try it. I'm, like, I'm pulling it through. She goes, honestly, a lot better than I thought you were going to do. You have to stay straight. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, don't, don't fucking move your, move your body. I'm like, yeah. okay. And I did it. I'm like, oh, significantly harder. She goes, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I keep doing it. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah. Oh man, dude, you're just like, you're just like a you're just like a big ball of like insight. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I like to read. Ah uh, yes. Did you ever? You, um, one recommendation I was given a while ago was the fourth turning. You've me told and, me about this. I think I downloaded the sample on my Kindle. Got to read it. I started yeah. reading it and then I don't know. Oh, I think I got busy. Yeah. There was there was one that I um I was uh. I was recommended on um, from uh, one of my buddies from the gym. It was like Fear Under God or like The Love Under God or whatever it was. And apparently it's supposed to, like, I didn't realize how big of a book it was. It, like, apparently it's supposed to be really good for people who, like, you know, like have certain views and not like right or left, but like, mm-hmm. like godly, godly views and things like that. Yeah. So that's a, that's a really good one. Okay. But, anyways, we're just on recommendations. I'm being an asshole. Now, let's talk about a five year plan. Mm-hmm. In five years. I invite you back on. We're in a massive studio, right? Where 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 do you want to be? As of right now, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I definitely see a lot of value in that orthopedic setting yeah. with the orthopedic surgeons. So I definitely would find it very very cool to still be working in that setting. Um, I definitely like. I have a goal though. You know how we're hosting the 2020 Olympics yeah. in LA. I would love to volunteer and work that either with an organization or just as a volunteer. Like I would be mind blown to just be there on the floor as a medical provider to any extent. Like oh, so I want to cool. be there. You should do it. Yeah. You know it's you it's my, my short term goal right now. It's what my, f- my uh, focus is on right now. You should, uh, you should put it up on your door. I was going to put it on my mirror. But do it on both. Yeah. So when you see it when you get up. Yeah. And then as you're walking out your door to like do your day, it's like you walk that threshold like I'm no longer in my room. I'm, my day started. Yeah. You see it. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. Yeah. You should you should do that. I will. Set that set that goal. That, that'd be that'd be awesome. I'd love to see those pictures, dude. That'd be I'd be so proud of you. Thank that'd you. That'd be so fucking sick, dude. You should definitely yeah. do that. I yeah. Definitely go do. home. 
once we're done, print something out. Yeah. Put on your door. Put on your mirror. Yeah. That be a, that 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 should be a, that should be a big goal. That that because you seem excited about that, and I want to see you do that. You should you should Thank fucking you. do that, dude. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That would oh, be dude. insane. Because we haven't hosted an Olympics here since Atlanta. Oh my god, the two thousand four. It was another Summer Olympics. So I think it was 2004. If I'm wrong, make me a moron. I'll look it up. I don't, I don't know. So I'm not even going to talk. Cause I'm I, I know it was Atlanta. I just cannot remember the year. But, yeah. Oh, dude, that's awesome. That'd be so cool. That'd be actually sick to see you do that. Right. I'm so excited. Oh, dude. Could you imagine... Everyone's like, uh, everyone's talking about, yeah, dude. So like, this summer I did this. This summer <laughs> I did this. Yeah. I was at the Olympics. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude, that'd be so cool. That'd be insane. So, so ah. this, so th- th- this is something you're really interested in, dude. This is awesome. Yeah. This is really cool. Thank I you. mean, like, dude, I learn every time you're on, especially when like when like you're around. I just learn anyways because I'm just like I'm just gonna pick your brain. Oh, uh, dude, it's great. It's it's like it's it's like a uh, what's um, it's like my own wiki page, but like in real life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm Wikipedia. <laughs> How, does this work? No. no. Do it this way. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Oh, God, that's great, dude. But yeah, I'm such a nerd. I hey. actually, like, I just had to drop a class and replace it with another one for my fall semester. And I emailed the professor that I was dropping the class for. And I said, you know, if you have the syllabus, because I'm like, debating on which class i, I want to have on my docket um if you have a syllabus like i'd really appreciate it and she sent it to me and it has the textbook on it and i talked to my advisor we end up like we're dropping that class um but i already ordered the textbook anyway because i just want to read it myself because the, the class just sounded so interesting yeah. but like for my degree like it made more sense to take the other class yeah so but i really wanted to learn from this class so i'm just going to read the textbook myself <laughs> i'm such a nerd you know what? It's okay because the thing is, is the the bottom line is learning is a great thing. Absolutely. If if you're not progressing, you're 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 just not doing anything. Absolutely. And then and it's awesome to see that because not many people will do that. Most people will be like, mm-hmm. ah, I gotta, I have to take this class. I'm just gonna go in, do get a grade, and leave. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying they're not gonna like take the time to like like learn. Yeah, I mean, you have the throwaway classes, but there there are some that you definitely should take notes on that are really good notes that you refer back to and that you keep. Like I've I've kept notes from high school. I know. <laughs> I still have my government notes, my psychology notes, and the notes from the family consumer science class that we learned how to F C yes. Yup. Like no, like the last one I took where we talked about like banking and, you know, uh, investments and everything, like how to balance this, that and the other thing, whatever. So I kept all that because I figured that would be important. Yeah. I was actually referencing that the other day when I was looking in the Roth IRAs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, dude, honestly, dude, um there's a there's a bunch that you can learn online. Like honestly, yeah. it's gonna sound really stupid, but Reddit. Really? Oh yeah. I just hear like the stupid little. Could also talk to Gavin. Like, am I the he, asshole he's, stories? He's he, yeah. Yeah. But dude, like you can like why don't you just talk to Gavin? Gavin, it, he's insane. Honestly, whenever smart. I'm on the phone with him, I feel like I learn something new. Yeah, dude, he's yeah. he's a plethora of of. Oh, absolutely. Useless knowledge and amazing knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of the time, it's I would say like eighty percent of the time, it's 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 useful knowledge. Like he yeah. he does this for a living. Like he's a banker. Yeah. And a teller. Yeah. Yeah. Like you should talk to him. I mean, there's a great benefit to either learning in the field or learning from books and everything like i don't know why but you know there's like these army basic training videos like following these army classes on my tiktok right now i have no idea why but 
I've been seeing like how they're being taught in the field and how they like learn so much. And I was like, you know, like I, <laughs> if, I, if they put me in the field, I'd have no idea what I'm doing. So to I be honest, be like okay. there's a lot of benefit to learning in the field. Yeah. Of course, they have like their literature that they read and stuff, but they're yeah. literally out there with a compass and a pencil and they're like, all right, find it. And they just learn how to like, that's a great piece of knowledge. That I don't feel like a lot of people would be able to no. we'd be and able I think to that's keep why. and use effectively. Yeah. And then, you know, there's people that learn from books and everything, especially now that they're banning books. So, yeah. Mm. Um, well, see, that's the thing, dude. And and people love learning from books. People love learning from like things. But yeah. I, I, I still I still feel the best way that I learn is through people. Yeah. Like the things you've you've shown me, you've taught me, things like that. Things like Gab, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Th- those are the best three ways to learn is books, experience, and people. I would agree. I think that that's, that's just awesome. I would agree. Yeah. But Mr. K, we are running up on an hour now. Again, dude, I'm telling you, it goes fast. Time flies, I, dude. I'm telling you, every time I do these, every single time I look, just just so I can, I I, I truly only look not as much of the time, but just to like see like the the voice pattern, make sure everything's like level and good. Yeah. Um, and then like I'll peer back, I'm like God, fuck, there's no way. <laughs> I, uh, uh, the constable over at, at Norristown sat right in that seat uh, last week, and I uh, saw that video on your YouTube. Yeah, he um. And he was like, dude, it was an hour. I'm like, dude, I wasn't even paying attention. Because <laughs> I, 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 I don't really have a producer. So, like, yeah, I have to make sure everything's fine as I'm kind of going through. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, dude. It's like every time. I, I, I only ask people on here that I think are going to be awesome, great conversations. Well, thank you. So, th- hey, it's not a compliment. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> but this is okay. It was awesome. And I know you were all worried. Like, what, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, dude, I got that handled. Just show up and have your time. <laughs> That's all cool, but yeah, dude, you're you're great, guys. If you want to uh, get in touch with her, if uh, for anything, um, your Instagram is Kayla STX. Kayla STX, and her Finsta. No, is... we're not doing that. <laughs> nope, not again. Is that thing still up? And I need to kill that. It's, it's no, you can't. You can't. <laughs> is yours still up? Laporte on me? No. <laughs> <laughs> that name should be archived. I think I deleted it. I forget why. I'm going to get you a plaque with that name on it. Please don't. I will. If you do, I'll put it up here. Good. <laughs> I will. But guys, she is amazing. She's awesome. Um, she'll obviously be on again soon. Um, she is leaving soon, so I don't know if I'll be able to steal her. But when she's back, trust me, I will we'll absolutely steal special. her. We'll do a Christmas special. Christmas special. Yeah. I, feel, I think I'm coming up on a year on this podcast. Too. <gasps> Aww. Yeah, I don't know. I have, to, I have to look. Happy anniversary. Well, not yet. Not yet. Not happy anniversary yet, but it is great. Isn't that um, October, right? Th- September, October. I, I can't remember that. I have to. I have to check. I forget when I started because I, 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 I remember when I started this. I started two weeks later than I was trying to because I wanted to have everything like good. Hmm. But regardless, Miss K, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. And I will see you at work. Well, not today, but tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Sick. Tomorrow.